0: Hi, this is Jay. Welcome back to the Zombies Ate My Poodle podcast. This is the podcast where I am reading my book a chapter at a time as I get ready to turn it into an audiobook. So what you hear here, what you hear right here, uh, is kind of like the first draft of the audiobook. The, The book is done, but the audiobook is still coming. In the last chapter, Zach found out about a possible zombie cure, so he and Amy are on their way to get it. Of course, their plan could use a few more details. Let's see how that turns out in this next chapter. Three, two, one. Chapter 15, Sneaking Through Town. With Pookie in a picnic basket over Amy's arm, and Zach leading Jeffrey on a leash, the group headed toward the university in the early morning hours, well before the sun was due to rise. While there were still a few working streetlights here and there, most homes and other buildings were pitch black. The darkness made it easier to stay hidden, but it also made everything seem more creepy, with tree branches reaching out of the darkness and strange sounds making them jerk around, staring wildly into the shadows. Zach and Amy kept a watchful eye for any movement that might warn of zombies roaming the streets. They made good time at first, sticking to the edge of the woods as much as possible, but when the woods veered away from the direction of the university, Zack and Amy had to hit the streets. They used alleys and backyards when they could, since that made it easier to stay hidden from any wandering zombies. Every once in a while, they saw the curtains inside a house twitch as people peeked out, but nobody came out to see what two kids with a picnic basket and a dog were doing sneaking through their backyard in the middle of the night. It seemed as if everybody still human was hunkered down out of sight except for Zack and Amy. There was still about an hour before dawn when Zach and Amy noticed they were sneaking past fewer houses and more stores and office buildings. They were making their way into the Midtown area, which meant fewer backyards and fewer places to hide. I know we've been watching for zombies already, whispered Zack, but we need to be extra careful now because we'll be more out in the open. We can both keep watch everywhere, but how about if I mostly watch behind us and to the left, and you watch mostly in front and to the right, Amy suggested. Zack agreed, and the two set out, stopping at every corner to peek each way down every street. If they saw any motion, they chose another route. And when they came to a street with no lights, they stood very still and listened for any sounds of walking zombies, and if they heard anything out of the ordinary they chose another route. Instead of a quick straight line, this made the trip into a zigzag, which took much longer than a simple walk would have. The alleys between office buildings gave them some cover, so they tried to use those when they could. But the narrowness of them and no way out except each end made both Zach and Amy nervous about walking through them. Carefully nearing the end of one alley, they saw the silhouettes of zombies out in the street turn toward the opening to the alley and head their way. No street light shone into the alley, so Zack knew they hadn't been seen, and he and Amy began sneaking back to the beginning of the alley where they had come in. But as they got closer to that end, they heard shambling footsteps on the street outside and stopped. They were now stuck between two groups of zombies with nowhere to go. Amy grabbed Zack's arm and whispered, "'Get in there!' He turned to look, and she was gesturing at a dumpster in the alley. He started shaking his head no, but then realized both groups of zombies were getting closer and they didn't have any other options. Picking up Jeffrey, Zack lowered him down into the dumpster while Amy lifted the picnic basket in, and then she and Zack hoisted themselves up and quickly climbed in. Somebody's shoe hit the side of the dumpster as they dropped in, and a loud gong rang down the alley. Moaning noises broke out from both groups of zombies as Zack and Amy ducked their heads down and held as still as they could. No noise at all, breathed Amy. The zombies from the street entered the alley just as the zombies from the far end came upon the area near the dumpster. Both groups moaned at each other and shuffled around, some of them bumping against the side of the dumpster. Both kids stayed completely still, hardly even daring to breathe. While it felt like an hour, it was probably less than a minute when both groups of zombies shuffled on their way, the groups passing each other and then heading out of the alley. Zack and Amy slowly lifted their heads up until they could peek out over the edge of the dumpster and make sure the coast was clear. That was quick thinking, Amy, whispered Zack as he climbed out and then reached in after Jeffrey. I'm just glad it worked out and there was nothing disgusting in that dumpster. Amy climbed out with her picnic basket and shook what looked like old spaghetti off of one of her legs. Yeah, not disgusting at all, she said, glaring at him. And that is it for chapter 15. Now remember, uh, you can always get a copy of the complete Zombies Ate My Poodle book at Amazon or Apple Books. And if you forget, don't worry, I will remind you at least 16 more times. So Zach and Amy and their zombie pets are now sneaking through town toward the rumored zombie cure. They've avoided getting their skulls munched so far, but who knows what will happen in the next chapter. See you later for that next episode.